You're listening to the Sewing and Grown podcast and radio show with Jay and Jay. Welcome back, everyone. It is Jay and Jay and another special guest. And I just want to be honest as I introduce our guest, uh, Valentina Epps. Valentina, you're the first person I've ever met with the name Valentina. And I think, Thank you. And you know, I know of a hot sauce. I think that's yeah, a, Valentina hot sauce. Right. We like that. Right. Yeah, but uh, you're the first person ever that I've met with the name Valentina, and you're also the first guest on our podcast. It's going to be talking about what we're talking about today, which is a creative way to study the Word of God. Which you know, that's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. So. <laughs> Um, I was originally going to talk about how I study the word of God. And I was like, I think John brought it up. He's like, you know, who would be a great guest for this? Oh, my goodness. Instead of us just trying to wing it on our own, we bring in a professional. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so Valentina has been doing a, a small group um, here at the church and it's been a, a wild success. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Oh, I think And you. I haven't had the privilege of taking it, but I would love to take it in this podcast. And I think that's what we're yes. going to endeavor to do. We're really excited to have you on uh, to talk about how we break down the word of God. So if you'd like to just maybe expound upon how you um, how you develop these study techniques, you know, the, how the small group, you know, got started, um, just whatever you'd like to expound upon. Sure. Um, so thank you so much for having me, um, both of you. What an honor and privilege it is to be here and to share what I am passionate about is studying God's word. I love it. I mean, that's what all of us should be passionate about, right? It's studying his word and meditating on his word and um, looking at it from, you know, not only going deep in God's word, but going wide. Right. Too. Mm. So sometimes learning from a bird's point of view and then going deep and finding all those hidden treasures that he has for us. So how it started actually was um, about 20 years ago, I'm a hairdresser and this lady came and sat in my chair and she said, have you ever experienced when somebody's had a Bible study that you all have the same answer? So I'm going to ask you guys that. Have you ever been to a Bible study where everybody gets the same answer? Well, I'm not sure. I've been no. in a bi Bible study where everyone's been asked the same question. Or what do you, you mean by the same you, answer? Like everybody's interpretation of what something means. Correct. 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 It's oh. usually, it's always usually different. Right. Yeah. No, that I've never experienced that. No, yeah. I never did either. What about yeah. you, Jonathan? No, I mean, I, there's been times when we've had the young adult small group and we go over a scripture and then yeah. everybody starts talking about it. And yeah, it's wildly different answers. Not Correct. none of them wrong though. No, right. Because it depends how, what God's showing yeah. us, right? Yes. But when she told me that and, um, she said, have you ever experienced that? And I was like, John, John over here. I was like, no, I've never experienced that. She goes, well, I can share that with you. And everybody will get the same answer. Whoa. I know, I know, right? So I was like, The way you phrase no that way. seems like a magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> Pick your right? card. Yeah, no way. So today when we do our Bible study together, okay. I will ask a question. I should and, brought my Bible. Well, you have it right there. I gave you scriptures. Oh, thank you. <laughs> So what's going to happen is I want you to get your answer directly from God's word. Okay. Right? Because otherwise we have what maybe somebody has taught us, mm. right? Or maybe we're influenced by a commentator or a pastor or a teacher mm -hmm. or a friend or a parent. This way, she always says, we learn from God and God teaches us, right? We're not doing it on our own accord. We're actually going to allow God to minister and teach to us. You're allowing the Holy Spirit yeah. who wrote the Bible Correct. to mm -hmm. teach to you teach what it you. means. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, 
First John, something, something. Uh, you don't have need of a teacher. Because yeah, he's the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit teacher. teacher. Doesn't mean we right. uh, we forsake all people who can help us, but right. I think the Holy Spirit is the final authority on what it actually is supposed to mean. Right. So, and how we got how I got started here teaching God's word is I took Pastor Zane's class, um, the essentials, mm-hmm. and I just felt led to talk to Pastor Zane and say, you know, I think I have something for the church. And he was very open and he was like, sure, I think this will be great. It'll be a great fit. And so that's how it got started. Very cool. So, yeah. We're on what class now? Third, fourth class? Fifth. No, we have Ooh. two more left. Two so more we left. have money and then we also have um, water baptism. Ooh. Very cool. So, yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Should we just jump in? Oh, no, I, I, want, I want to talk about it first. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So the first thing, there are three points. Okay. <laughs> you said studying. water baptism. I'm jumping in. He's diving right, in. With both feet. Okay. So um, we have three points. The first one is observation. So this is, um, so we have observation, interpretation, and application. So observation, what we're going to do is we're going to see what the text actually says. Um, and we want to look at the obvious. So we're going to highlight key words. And um, we, we want to look at the high, um, people, repeated phrases or words. And I know we can't, can't show people, but on my study guide, yeah, it's, it's I, marked have, up. <laughs> it's I have God in yellow. I have scripture. I, everything's different uh-huh. because I am studying God's word. I'm going to look at it. I, it makes it pop out. Right, so everywhere the word of God is, it's popping out, and then I can make lists. And I know that doesn't quite make sense yet, but we'll get there. <clears throat> so the first thing you're going to do is you're going to observe God's word, and observe, observe, observe. Why? Because this is going to lay a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. If we don't observe His word correctly, we're not accurately handling His word. Then our solid foundation is weak. It's not solid anymore, right? So we're going to lay a solid foundation, and then. We're going to investigate the text. We're going to gather all the facts by asking the five W's and the one H. Who, what, where, when, why, and how. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'm tracking. This is great. (laughs) Okay. Then we have interpretation. So once we've investigated the text, we're going to gather all the facts and we're going to figure out exactly what the text means. And so I can't say you're going to separate observation and interpretation. It kind of blends and comes together. Mm. Does that make sense? Okay. So what does it mean? And then we are going to allow scripture to interpret scripture. So what most of the time is that when somebody's studying God's word, what do they want to do? They want to go to a concordance or they want to go to a commentary. Matthew Guilty. Henry. Right. <laughs> I do that. Yep. So, but what happens then when we go to a commentary, we're actually letting man teach us what they think. And what happens if there's two commentaries that disagree? Then what yeah. do we do? Which one I like more? Yeah. I go with that one. <laughs> Which one's easier for me to read? <laughs> but that's just not a sure foundation, is it? No. God's word is. God's word is immutable, unchanging, and we can base it off of that. Yes. And then once we've investigated the text, that's how we get that solid foundation. And so now, now we look... Right, we've understand what the passage means. We've gathered all the facts. We figure it out. We're going to let Scripture interpret Scripture. Now, when we grab that commentary, oh my goodness, we will know which one we agree with and which mm. one we don't, because we let God teach us. Right? Okay. So then, our last part is application. So, how does the meaning of the passage apply to me? 
What am I going to do? So what's the point of just knowing knowledge about the word of God if it doesn't change our life, right? So we need to change. Um, So some questions we can ask is, will I believe what God says or not? Will I choose to obey God and do what he says? Or how am I to live? What am I to believe? Where am I wrong? Hmm. What am I to change? (laughs) No, these are hard, right? (laughs) What am I to change and how can I make it right? Hmm. That's good. Very good. Yeah, this is this. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, this uh, way of studying really kind of lends itself to smaller portions of scripture at a time. To me, it seems like, because if you're going to be breaking this all down, it doesn't seem very, uh, I don't think I could probably read an entire chapter in one day and break it down like this. No. So bite-sized chunks, verse upon verse, line upon line. Yeah, precept upon precept. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so what I usually tell when I'm teaching is it's overwhelming at first. Mm. And I said, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. One bite at a time. That's how you can get through it, right? Yep. Okay, so are you guys ready to study? I am so excited. This is like my favorite part. So remember, I want you to, when I ask you a question, you're going to use God's word, word for word for your answer. I'm really nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I sure hope I don't. Anything you've ever learned in your life, only let the Holy Spirit. And when we study God's word this way, we want to approach it like we've never read the text before. Mm. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. And I, I choose the New American Standard Bible 1995 because it's my favorite. It's easy to read, and I think it's easy to read for everyone. Okay, so um, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate and equipped for every good work. So then we're going to look at verse 16. Okay, bite size, right? Okay, all scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So verse 16, what do we see about all scripture? That it's inspired by God. Yay. Yes. yes. You got the right answer. That it's profitable for teaching. And it's profitable, right? So, oh my goodness. Did we all get the same answer? We did. (laughs) We did, right? So it's coming about. Yes. Okay. So what we learned from scripture is that two things we learn. It's inspired by God and it's profitable. Right. So I know this sounds like I'm reiterating, but I am because I think this is how God yeah. um, teaches us. Right. Absolutely. So who, ins- who inspired it? God. God. Right. Yeah. So now let's let scripture interpret scripture. Um, I don't think I gave you guys this. So you'll just That's have okay. to listen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Second Peter 1 20 through 21. But know this, first of all, that no prophecy of scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. Verse 21. For no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. So how did we get scripture? Men were moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. 
right? So how did men know what to write? They were moved by the Holy Spirit. So I know there's 66 books and um, many authors, and people go, well, how do I know that God's word is true? I just learned it, that all scripture is inspired by God, or the Greek says, um, God breathed. Right. His scripture was God breathed. And here we see it was moved. He was moved by, they were moved by the Holy Spirit. And so we know that we can trust the Bible because it comes directly from God. It is God inspired. It is God breathed. Yeah. Well done. All right. (laughs) I'm liking this. I need to take a drink too. Okay. So, 2 Timothy, we'll go back to 2 Timothy 3 16 and 17. So let's just finish verse 16. Okay. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction and training in righteousness. So what are the four things that scripture is profitable for? Let's go back up there again. Okay. So all scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching Teaching is number one number two reproof reproof number three (laughs) Uh, 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 correction (laughs) number four training in righteousness training in Mm. righteousness have you seen it so far we've only studied one Mm. piece of scripture yeah do you see how deep we can get into god's word right so what are the four things that scripture is profitable for teaching so we know the truth we know yeah. doctrine, right? The second thing is for reproof. So we know when we are doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. It's showing us where we are wrong in our belief or in our behavior. Then we have correction. Ouch, mm-hmm. right? That one hurts. Mm-hmm. So we so we can correct what we have done wrong and know how to do it right, yeah. right? And how to take what is wrong and make it right. Mm. Hmm. So scripture is not just to make me feel good as I drink my coffee in the morning? Correct. <laughs> it's oh for God. correction. <laughs> Sometimes. Teaching, reproof, correction. And the last one, it's for training in righteousness. It's for instruction. How to live in the light of what God says is right and have a re- right relationship with Him. Sometimes I know we go to God's Word and we're like, okay, Lord, show me what I need to do. I, I want this. I need mm. that. But it's not. It's sometimes we need to be changed into the image of his son. Right. Right? It's relational in that way. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the Bible doesn't contain God's word. It is the word of God. We think it contains God's word. No, it is the word of God. Right. Right? And it is God-breathed, and it is good for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and training in righteousness. Yeah, makes everything hit a lot harder when instead of just reading right over it, especially because I've read this scripture a lot and you go, yep, 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 know that, know that, know that. But really breaking it down and being like, listen, the next verse I read, I'm looking for it to do these four things in my life instead of just reading over it. So maybe looking even for the correction. We don't want to most of the times. We just want to read something. But if I'm reading it looking, I'm reading this to find out where I'm wrong and where God can correct something in my life. Right. So. Very good. Different attitude. (laughs) Okay. And that's only one piece of scripture, right? right? So we still got to go through verse 17. So I'm going to read the whole thing all over again, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by his word of God, Mm -hmm. not just having heard. That's right. Right. And then the more you read it out loud, the more you're going to memorize that scripture. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Right. Okay. So verse um, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, 16, all scriptures inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. Verse 17. So the, that the man or woman of God may be adequate and equipped for every good work. So why, why is all scripture inspired? Why is it profitable for teaching, for reproof and for correction and training in righteousness? So that the man mm. of God may be adequate and what? Equipped. Equipped for what? Every good work. Every good work. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. what does that mean? That means that we will be completely qualified so that God can do the work that he has for us. We can live in a way that God wants us to live. Nothing is more important than knowing God's word, mm. right? So then we've already done the application. I mean, we've already done the um, observation and the interpretation. So now what do I do with all this? I apply it to my life. So do I believe what God says? Is all scripture inspired by God and profitable? Because some people say, well, I don't believe that because there has to be some errors in that. Well, then that's my choice. Am I going to believe what God's word says? that all scriptures inspired. Will we choose to believe what the Bible says over than what man says? Will we allow, allow God's word to show us where we are wrong? Mm. And are we willing to be corrected? Wow. Will we change what's wrong and do what is right, even if it means changing our whole belief? Right. Because somebody has inspired us to say, this is what you need to believe. Right. Right. <clears throat> or are you willing to be trained in righteousness so that God can use us for every good work? Absolutely. So, <clears throat> go, ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, no, I've been talking mostly. <laughs> no, that's okay. Oh, I was going to say, um, you know, you, you made mention of, you know, if you, you might've been trained a different way to believe something a little bit differently. And so are you willing to kind of re, you know, start over, relay that foundation when it comes to maybe just even like, what we hear on a Sunday with Pastor Mark, I hope this question makes sense. Because, you know, we talked about how the Holy Spirit is our teacher, but we also submit to the shepherds he puts in our life. Correct. So do you, are, when you're in on, on a Sunday, are you kind of turning that filter off and you're just trusting whatever he's preaching is bearing witness with your spirit? Or do you go through that entire step-by-step when, when he's teaching you, you observe it, you interpret it, you apply it. Does that make sense? Yes. So uh, you can write down scripture and double check mm-hmm. it. Like if you're like, oh, there's something questionable there, but no, I just let him feed me. <laughs> and then if I do have a question, I'll go to him and ask him because I want to, you know, he's my shepherd, right? right? And right. so I want to make sure that what I'm studying, that I'm not going astray either, yeah. right? He's going to check because he's um, guard of my soul right. and spirit, right? Well, the question I was going to ask was, I really... I like the question that you asked from the very beginning that you heard from the lady who was, uh, she was getting her hair done, right? Yes. Did she have like her Bible there while she was getting nope. her hair done or she was just no. talking to you about she the Bible? She had foils in her hair. <laughs> she did. She actually had just, foils in her hair. I just had her pictured with a Bible open and her colored pencils and she was, nope. the, she just asked that question. <laughs> and I thought about it and the resounding answer was that we'd never been in a Bible study where everyone came to the same answer. And then- we're reading the scripture and it says it right there. It's very easy to come right. to the answer. And I was just, I've been chewing on that thinking about where the discrepancy is. And it seems like the the scriptures, the words right there mean one thing and they're right there. But to some degree, 
with people's scenario in their life and what God's talking to them, it seems like there could be room for it to maybe mean or hit them in a different spot in life Correct. than it would hit me. Correct. Uh, how do those things work together? So I I think God's going to minister to you in different ways, right? Because we all have different backgrounds, different experiences, different whatever has happened in our mm-hmm. life. But if I say, okay, it's profitable for teaching, it's for reproof and for correction and training in righteousness, and we all see, so to speak, the color blue, right? Mm-hmm. You might see royal blue, you might see baby blue, and I might yeah. see yeah. like a turquoise. That's a good answer. But if somebody comes out and they go, well, I see red. Okay, well, something's wrong, right? Because we all are seeing blue and you're the yeah. only one seeing red. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like yes. what I'm trying to say? I think a great <laughs> thing to happen when you're, because I personally, when I lead a Bible study, I love hearing, you know, like, okay, so this is the love of God. When you see the love of God, what do you see? And if somebody gives something off base, I think a great question is, can you show me where in that scripture yes. you found that or yes. where you're getting that and turn it back to the Bible right? and just that points it back to it. But I do see a multifaceted wisdom to God that can come out in different people in different ways. Right. And there's room for that. Right. So like the color blue, like, like I said. The color blue, like the color right. wheel. And right, different. Right. I so prefer Robin's having... egg blue. <laughs> I prefer royal. <laughs> I'm more of a navy guy myself. <laughs> but we all see blue. But it's blue. Right. What it's about teal? Or you're introducing a new color. Green. Maybe it's just beginning, right? I don't know. <laughs> okay, just Thank kidding. you. Keep going. I'm just yeah, kidding. of course, Jonathan. We have to have somebody like you. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll leave. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay, so now we have. Um, if you, if we have time, we'll do one more. Yes, piece we of have scripture. time. Let's go okay. for it. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so our second one is um, Timothy four one through five. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing in his kingdom. Verse 2. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction. For the time will come while they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled. They will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires and will turn away their ears from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you be sober in all things, endure hardship, do the work of evangelist, fulfill your ministry. So let's look at verse one. What is Paul doing? What does he say to Timothy? What's your answer? He's, he, he's, I solemnly, <laughs> I charge you, he's charging him, he's charging Sometimes uh, the test anxiety, <laughs> I'm a bad test taker. <laughs> okay, so Paul is charging Timothy, right? Yeah. In whose presence does Paul make this charge? God, God and Christ and Jesus. Jesus. Yes, right? So do we see the seriousness of this charge? I feel the seriousness. Yes. Even I'm, I'm reading writing a very serious, <laughs> writing my notes here. Okay, and then also in verse one, we can't overlook, but what do we learn about Jesus in verse one? He's, he's the, the judge, judge of the living and the dead. And yeah. what else do we know about him? He's coming back. He's coming yeah. back. And what else? Um, he has a kingdom. A yeah. kingdom. Yay. You have the right answer. Man, when you read the Bible, it's like taking an open book test. Right. All your answers Ooh. are right there. Yep. And you got the teacher right, right On there. On the inside. I'm telling you. Yes. Yeah, so how can you God. fail this test? Right. With the five W's and the one H. Right? Oh, yeah. Who, yep. what, when, where, why, how. Right. Okay. So let's look it. at verse two. Um, what is the charge? What is Timothy to do? Mm. 
preach the word. He's supposed to preach the word, right? And he should be ready to do it in season and out of season. Yay! Yes, ready. In We're getting season some and momentum here, Valentina. <laughs> ooh, and then based. Ooh, okay. Yes, is, go ahead. Well, no, I'm just I love saying, this. If you're to be ready in season and out of season, that means you need to be properly equipped and adequate at all times. So you got to be. You got to be in the word. Right. All the mm-hmm. time. Yep. True. Anyways, and that then, wasn't some profound revelation. I was just <laughs> making that side note. So then, um, how is he to preach? What is he preaching? He's to reprove. He's yeah. to rebuke. He's to exhort. And, and he's how? supposed to be patient with great and patience. instruction. Yes, with great patience. Oh my goodness! Like great. something like Pastor Mark. He yeah, probably he has, has to have a with lot his staff. A great patience <laughs> yeah. and give a lot of instruction, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so what we've learned from this so far is um, Timothy is to preach the word, right? And he's to be ready in season and out of season. And what is he supposed to do? He's supposed to reprove. So to tell someone they're doing something wrong, right? Uh-huh. And he's to rebuke, to admonish or warn someone. He's to exhort, to encourage. And how? with great patience and great instruction. I find this, the word reprove is very similar to in verse 16 of 2 Timothy, mm-hmm. reproof. So yes. it's interesting how what the Holy Spirit's going to teach you through the scripture right. is kind of the way you need to preach the word to other people. So unless you've received it first from the word by the Holy Spirit teaching you, you're going to have a hard time ministering in right. that way. And do you see how scripture interprets scripture? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Right. That hermeneutics going on <laughs> Yes. <there. laughs> So good. I love this. Okay, so verse three. For the time will come while they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves in accordance to their own desires. So why is it important to know the truth? What will happen in time? People will uh, not endure sound doctrine. Right. And so what... Um, what will they want instead of instead of a healthy sound doctrine? They're going to want to have their ears tickled. And with that desire, they're going to have people raised up who will do just that. Right. Find that- teachers who they agree with that don't make them feel bad. Right. They're going to find these <laughs> teachers. So it says mm-hmm. they're finding them, mm. right? They're going to accumulate for themselves. Yeah. So what will they turn their ears away from? From the truth. From yeah. the truth. What will they turn to? Myths. How does Ooh. this compare to our world today? Mm. It's pretty accurate. Right. What's going on? Have they found false teachers? Do we have false teachers? We do. Yes, right? they, are, they are present in the world. Absolutely. Yes, the Bible tells us that. Do we know people who don't want to know the truth so they can live any way they want to? Yes. I have ran into those people I've before. I've even yeah. been that man myself. Unfortunately. Yeah. We have, right? Yeah. Yep. So why is it important for Timothy to preach the word in these last days? Why is it important for us to know and teach the truth? Because they're not going to want to endure sound doctrine. Right. Right. And if we have the answer eventually, right, hopefully they'll come back mm. to the truth. That's good. Because God will draw them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, let's look at verse five. But you be sober in all things, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. So what does Paul tell Timothy to do? Be sober DB. and endure. Yep. And to, and to work. work. 
Yep. And fulfill. <laughs> yes. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be sober. Right? Okay. Endure. So, work. Fulfill. Yes. So Paul tells Timothy to be sober, to be serious about his work, to yeah. endure the hardship, do the work in an evangelist. An evangelist is someone who shares the gospel. Mm. We too can become an evangelist by telling others about Jesus. Timothy is to fulfill his ministry and we can fulfill our ministry. We all have different gifts, different talents, different experiences, and God will use us in many different ways. So That's awesome. What is your gift? Maybe God will use you for a podcast. <laughs> Maybe he will teach some. Maybe he'll have some teachers. Maybe he'll have some who will raise godly families. Yeah. Maybe some will serve others. Maybe you're blessed with finances and you can give to the missionary field. Or yeah. um, maybe you're a missionary and you're in the workplace or in your neighborhood. Whatever our gifts are, God's going to use us if That's we allow awesome. him to. Right? And we need to preach the word. We need to be ready in season and out of season and share the good news. And so my question might be to all the listeners out there, how can God use you? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. The way we're reading the Bible right now is much slower, but even the questions, the yeah. quality of the questions that you're asking, mm-hmm. they require a bit of a slower response and an yeah. introspective, mm-hmm. um, not just to your soul, your mind, will, emotions, but to your heart of hearts to really dig forth for an answer, which takes more time. But I believe the fruit that you're mm-hmm. going to receive from reading and asking these questions will take more time and last longer too in your life. It's just really Yes, cool. and you remember it more. And look how many scriptures did we go over so far? Two. And total. Yeah. Seven. Well, yeah. Right? A Sorry. total of Two seven. But we went over it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. seven. But we went over it probably seven 14 percent. times because we read each one right. twice. It's like, right. I got this. Okay, I'm going to go back to the very I'm going to read it all. Then I'm going to go to the next point. And then I'm going to go back to the very and read it over because Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're studying to show ourselves a proof that we're not ashamed right. and we can accurately handle God's word. Right. I think as we're nearing the end of the time, uh, I just wanted to ask this question because we had an advantage here at the podcast. We had these printed off pages with this scripture here and I had a pen and I was boxing <laughs> things. I'm underlying things. I'm drawing arrows. I have margin where I can do all this. For the person driving, listening to this podcast, they may have missed out on a little bit of that. That's okay. From your life, Prior to this lady sitting in your salon chair, how you read the Bible, studied the Bible there, the way the majority of us study the Bible, because honestly, that's why your class was such a success, because they're drawing things that they weren't doing before. Your new life in studying the scripture, uh, what is a good step that maybe the first step you took from how you previously studied the word to just, I know this might seem a lot to some people. So maybe what's the one thing from a way, I'm repeating myself a lot here, <laughs> of how we normally study the scripture to this more fulfilling way to study the scripture? Um, what she had told me, because I felt overwhelmed, mm-hmm. right? And so she came back to my chair a couple of times, you know, and then she moved. And I'm like, okay, this is what I've done. What do I do? She goes, it takes time. Remember, eating that elephant one bite at a time. So what she told me to do is just, you know, God also wrote the Bible chapter, I mean, book by book. He didn't write it topic by topic. You can still, t- you know, study topic by topic, mm. topic, but um, it was book by book. She said, start in the book of John. 
She mm-hmm. said, read the book of John Great and name. just highlight. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so she said, just highlight with your yellow pencil everything about God. So you read a chapter and you just highlight God. And then when you're doing that, just do one chapter. Then you're going to make a list. What do I learn about God? Like in that um, first yeah. one, <clears throat> it says, all scriptures inspired by God. I only marked God twice. I marked him in that verse 16 and verse 17. And I learned that all scriptures inspired by God and so that the man of God, uh. right, may be adequate. So not just the worldly people, but the man or woman of God may be adequate. So you just write lists. I've learned to love writing lists. So do you recommend doing that in your Bible or do you like printing this off? Because I've done this in the past. Maybe you've ever been here where I've had a Bible for a while and then I like circled something. I go back. I'm like, why did I circle that? <laughs> you ever deal with yeah. that? Right. I'm like, what, what was I thinking right there? You like write something in the margin and I'm like, yeah. that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> right. I like putting mine out on paper yeah, and I great. like it double spaced. And so I can mark notes yeah, and yeah. draw and Good. color. And, so yeah. find a section of scripture, find a chapter, print it off, leave yourself some room on the paper. Yes. And maybe don't look topically through the Bible, but by book, find a topic such as God and see yes. what this chapter says specifically about God. Right. And then you can read all of the book of John and every chapter, just write God. Just start small. Um, did you ever run into the feeling of like, man, this seems like I'm going really slow and why yes. am I should be doing more? And did you ever feel that pressure or that like, it could be so much more that you felt tempted to move off of that plan? Yeah. And sometimes I did. <laughs> just be real. I did. And then what was hard for me were the five W's and the one H. How do I come up with those questions? Right? Right. So then I'm looking, I'm like, okay, all scripture. Okay. And I just kind of go, what do I learn about scripture? What do I learn about God? And then it'll just lead on to more yeah. things. And that was the hardest. And so learning the five W's and the one H, you just got to investigate yeah. the text. And maybe a stepping stone to the five W's and the one H is this one. I It's helped me in my study of the scripture. And uh, it's a Bible study process that I learned. What does this scripture say about God? And what does this scripture say yes. about me? Yes. And what am I going to do with it? Yes. Love it. It has all those. Yep. three. Your application. All right. <laughs> I've talked for a while. I'm sorry. I was getting excited. Uh, it was great. Um, I want to... I'm not going to ask a hard question. <laughs> In the observation, interpretation, application, the, are the 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 W's and the H that you ask those questions in the first part of observation, or all throughout? Just remember, it's kind of like a, the observation. All roads are connected on this. Yes, thing. Okay. the observation and the interpretation kind of blends. Yeah. So now that you've kind of developed a a streamlined study pattern how long do you how long is your personal study time like daily or when oh you goodness. when you study the word because we were just saying we gotta you know, slow this she thing may down. not study every day <laughs> okay that's fine when you study <laughs> when you study usually how much time do you allot yourself or do you just let it just naturally just flow you you do you have a disciplined structured amount of time or is no. it like we're gonna see how this goes i like i Brian, my husband, he likes to read and study the word in the morning. And I like it at night because it's quiet. It's like my dark, wife likes it at night. It's a woman's thing. Yeah. I love it. Right. Yeah. So um, I just continue until I stop. Sometimes I get too tired. And, but I just, I don't know. 
I thrive on it and I just love it. Once yeah. I get started, I can't stop my you family's You follow like, maybe where there's a vein. If there's something that's really mm-hmm. catching you, then you'll go with it. Yeah. If you get mm-hmm. to a spot where, all right, I, I turned to God's word today right. and this is all I got and that's okay. I'll come back next right. time. And of course, I always pray. Like today, um, when you invited me to be here as a guest, I'm like, Lord, what do they need to hear? So he just led me to these two scriptures. So Great. Well, you know what? I think we're at a good spot for the wisdom of the day. <gasps> wisdom of the day. I'll start off. Okay. I'll, uh, okay. I'll be last. I'll, 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 be dip last. My, <laughs> I'll dip my toes into this uh, wisdom of the day thing. Uh, what stood out to me, and I think you just sort of said it in passing, which I don't think it was a passing statement. <laughs> you said, whenever we approach the word, we should approach it as if we had never seen it before or heard it before. And I'll be honest, that's something that I don't do. I, whenever I read a scripture or even come Sunday, uh, I can literally, I have a very good memory, I would say. And I can think of ministers. I can think of TV sermons that I've seen. I can think of their suit when they wore it, what they wore. (laughs) I can think of the different translations. And in that moment, it takes away. It doesn't add to because then I've mm-hmm. taken my experience, which sometimes my experiences don't line up with right. what I believe about the word of God because of sin and different things in the world. And it takes away from the life in it. And I just want to devote myself more that every time a scripture is shared, God, I'm a blank slate. What are you saying to me today? Right. That's hey, my wisdom of the wow. day. That Very was going to be mine. I need to. Uh... <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. We got oh the same goodness. answer. Oh. <laughs> um, well. Okay. Well, that. As, but I, we'll we'll do this one. Um, I think that it's always just good to um, the the questions that you were presenting, as John referenced earlier. They're very like thought provoking, hard questions. So whenever I read any passages of passage of scripture, I want to be asking myself, how does this apply to me? And then you said this: Will am I willing to obey what it's saying? Um, because so often we read our daily devotions or whatnot, almost out of obligation. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. So let me get it in real quick instead of actually allowing it to transform your life. So it won't transform your life unless you purposely ask yourself them hard questions and then be willing to apply it. So just that's my wisdom of the day. When I read the scripture, ask the hard questions Mm -hmm. um, instead of just fulfilling an obligation. Can I say something off of his wisdom of the day? Give you a little bit more bumper time to gather your thoughts. I really like what you said there, Jonathan, because we've said this again, repeating helps us learn it, but faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The word of God is made to increase our faith. Yes. Yes. Right? But Pastor Jonathan has told me this before, and I believe it. I don't always like it because it goes against my flesh. But the purpose of my faith is not to get things. It's to obey God. Mm -hmm. So if I'm reading the scripture and it's to produce faith and the ultimate goal and aim of my faith is to obey God, I better be reading the scripture with a heart of obedience attached to it. Mm -hmm. So that was good. Good work, man. Good, good. (laughs) Okay. So my takeaway is this, that I've done it for so long, I forget that those out there listening are like probably overwhelmed, right? So my takeaway is you have to start somewhere. Start slow. If it's just highlighting the word of God and that's all you get, make a list about what you learn about God, then God will expand it, right? He'll give you more and more and he'll have you grow deeper and deeper. And then sometimes it's not deep, but it's wide. 
What do you mean when you say that? Because I think I know what you mean, but I want to hear from you. Wide is like looking at the book of John. Right. And so you read the whole book of John. Like I like to study scripture by scripture, but somebody might not like that at first. Mm. So they want to get a bird's eye view of the whole gospel of John. Mm. So they can read chapter by chapter and they have a whole um, um, view of what why John was written, where we kind of have a little glimpse of why he would, why it was written. Or they may read the whole book of John and go, wow, love was mentioned a lot of times mm-hmm. in the book of John. Right. Let me go back through it, but now I'm going yeah. to look and underline every time go love pops deeper. up. Yep. And with the word love, I would do a red heart over that. So it pops out. That's a nice yeah. touch. Mm-hmm. Some would say that's a woman's touch. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, Thank you. We have another tradition. It's not just the wisdom of the day on this podcast. It's to allow our guests to pray us out. Would you be willing to pray us out? Sure. I would awesome. love to. Thank you. Okay. Father God, right now, I just thank you for you. Thank you for showing us your word. Thank you for giving us truth. And Father, I thank you that all scripture is inspired by you and that all scripture is profitable. And it's profitable for the man or woman of God to be adequate and equipped for every good work. And I pray for everyone here. Lord, bless their time and bless their reading of the word when they read your word. And thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And I'm going to allow Pastor Jonathan to sign us out here, but I just want to say thank you to New Creation Church and the church that we have. We would have never had this discussion. We wouldn't have this podcast if it wasn't for Pastor Mark and the church. So glad to have you as a part of the body. Valentina, thank you for ministering with your gifts in the church. And hey, if you don't have a local church and you're in the Rolling Fork Valley, come home to New Creation Church. And if you're in a different part of the country, find a good local church. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you wrapped it up so nicely. I don't know. I want to go back to just, I'm so thankful for this church because we have a, a great pool of resources and in, in people, their gifts, their talents, what they do, their callings that we have amazing guests on every week. So um, get connected with people in the church because you never know what value they'll bring to your life. And on top of that, <laughs> getting connected isn't just coming and like sitting in a chair. Like it's amazing. I've learned so much about you just having this conversation. Yeah. You've come to the church for so long. I didn't I know, know I, any of this about you. I know. Right? So hey, introduce yourself. Yeah, Say hi. I got to know Brian pretty well probably three months ago. I know. And now. I know you way better. Yeah. And we've been coming for nine years. It'll be nine years in June. Yeah. So that was just my, hey, when I say get connected, (laughs) make a connection with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. All right. That's it for this week. We look forward to uh, having you join us next week on the Sewing and Growing Podcast with J&J.